Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing equality and innovation back to black, indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I'm your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They are leading the way, and we're here talking with two wonderful guys, Rob Grover and Gary Logan. They founded the Journeyman Collective in 2018, and since then, they have hosted CEOs, entrepreneurs, and executives invested in experiencing a high level of self-discovery through psychedelic plant-based medicine. And in 2021, the partners purchased an absolutely incredible estate outside of Vancouver and British Columbia, Canada. This breathtaking boutique luxury retreat center offers visitors a modern and lush environment to be immersed in their stay, and it's surrounded by stunning mountain views, and there's so much more to their bio, but I want to hear it from them themselves. Welcome to the show, Gary and Rob. I'm so excited to have you both on today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And I said a few weeks ago, I'll link in the uh, episode notes, we had an episode about microdosing, Mm -hmm. and it was received so well, and this is just perfectly timed, not It was divine intervention, I think, that we're recording this shortly after because I know for myself and my own journey, I wanted to learn more about, you know, taking a plant medicine-based journey. And it's it's kind of more prevalent, I think, in the more spiritual communities now. Like, you know, I've been in the woo world for a while. And I think like you guys work with high, you know, high level CEOs and people, executives, you know, that are really just trying to get to that next level. But other than that, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's not, people might think of like Timothy Leary and, you know, that kind of psychedelic stuff back in the day, but I would love to hear how you both, maybe, I don't know if it was a collective thing or if you individually came to this on your own, how did plant medicine come into your own life that now you guys have purchased this beautiful estate and now host these, these healing journeys for people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was the guinea pig. Always. (laughs) (laughs) And I had already uh, founded my own coaching business, like career mindset coaching, which then quickly moved into more spiritual healing work. 
And it was like a culmination of all of the, the work that I had done on myself and all of the different courses and all of the different trainings that I had taken. And I, I merged all of that into my own business. And then uh, Gary's mom lived with us for about three and a half years. And even though we had all these tools in our toolbox of how to work on self, there was like a level of grief and depression that was there within ourselves, within myself, that I didn't know how to clear. I didn't know how to like shift that. And then there was, secondly, there was a another aspect of like, I had this inner sense that there was something that I had yet to discover within myself. And I didn't know how to connect into it. And so we jokingly say this little fairy human came into our lives at the perfect time. And she was talking about these quests and I was kind of just like, what are you talking about? And so she said, you guys would love it. It's a beautiful, like waterfront, modern estate property. And she said it involves magic mushrooms. And it's really, really therapeutic, really, really healing, and really helped her get to know herself more and helped her unlock some of her genius, some of her gifts. And so I embarked on the journey and because I felt like there was that next level within myself that wanted to like come out and really offer that to the world and I went on that journey with a high level of respect a high level of intent to know more about myself and really like honor the gifts that I hadn't really like unpacked yet within myself and came out of that journey and I found a deeper level of joy that I hadn't experienced in a really, really long time. Probably like if I, like in this moment, I'm thinking about it and it's probably since I was a child that I hadn't experienced that level of joy, that level of laughter. And of course there were an, so many other different gifts that were unpacked in that process, but there was like this level of joy that really wanted to come out. And then part of that uh, through the integration process I discovered that I was to train with the medicine man. And at that time, I didn't even mention anything to Gary. And so he saw the shift in me. And that's where I usually turned it over to Gary, let him tell his story. Like he came back and I was like, we jokingly say he found his joy spot. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, mushrooms can shift this. <laughs> it was like, because my mother did, she, as we said, she lived with us, she did transition and it was, it was sort of sudden, it was unexpected. And so that emptiness in the house was there and that feeling. And so I had never really grieved over anybody passing away. So I was going through grief, a bit of depression, anxiety came through. I never felt anxiety before. And I thought, where am I going? And I'm sort of like walking around in this quagmire of muck is like it's slothing through life in the direction we're supposed to go. I also had um, a personal development program that I was teaching called uh, Alexander Technique, which is a mind, body, conscious awareness training. I discovered that through theater school, and that's when I lived in London. And uh, from there, I became a teacher, and I've been practicing for over 35 years with the Alexander Technique. So it's a big part of what we do. It's included in the mind, body, emotional, physical, spiritual teachings to move forward in life. And um, so when I saw the shift in Robert, I thought, well, my birthday's coming up, maybe I gift it to myself, you know, why not? Uh, gift of getting tapped in and turned on and tuned in to who I'm supposed to really be. And um, yeah, we met the shaman, 
medicine man and I uh, went on my journey and uh, at the end of the three days I came back into my pillar of strength. The grief had been lifted. Uh, I was happier, lighter, more free, more clear in the path that I wanted to go. And then in my journey, I was also shown through Mother Gaia that this was the path that I was supposed to be on. And then I communicated to Robert that evening. I was like, this is what's been shown. And he goes, I know. And I go, now what do we do with it? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and that's when it brings us back to, um, we sat with each other and it's like, what are we going to develop? How are we going to bring this to the world, this message to the world that everybody needs to do a journey? Just one, one journey. Well, I always say one journey will set you free. One journey will open up and help you with your creativity and your path forward. It will assist you in everything that you need. It may not be the answer to everything that you want, but it'll assist you along the way. It will guide you and provide the knowledge that is required for us to live a happy, joyful, prosperous life. Mm -hmm. And I'll turn it over to Rob and he'll explain how we got started. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, so that's sort of like we literally brought everything together. It was like this culmination of like Gary's 40 years of personal personal development, metaphysical teachings, 20 plus years of, of my personal spiritual development, as well as a lot of the, the educational aspect of, of my corporate career and merged all of that together to form the Journeyman Collective. And it was, it was interesting because what we put forward, we believe that there's no one else on the planet that does what we do because we are the work, we are the path. And we did a beta launch for a number of months. And it was interesting because the people that we attracted into that beta launch really helped us like formulate what we were to do, how we were to do it. And, and then also who we were to serve and a big part of that whole just trusting that like with one massive freaking trust fall mm -hmm. um, to like fully step into this. And of course we, we went through an extensive training process as well. Um, but then like formulating that whole offering of like what we're to bring forward, part of what came through was what is something that every single human gets up to do every single day. And most people are getting up to go to work work in a business, work on a business. They are uh, either a founder or an employee. And part of what came through, and I'm getting goosebumps even just sharing this, is that what would happen if every single human would actually step into a conscious business every single day of their life, as opposed to just going to work to make the buck, but actually be passionately and purposefully engaged in their genius that they've connected into that genius and they're letting that pour through them into their creations known as business. And then their, their business relationships change as well. So putting that one word, that conscious, that word of conscious, putting that in front of business and having people actively engage in conscious business every day of their life. I think that's a massive way that can really truly satiate that need that all of us have and that that need is like to actually make a conscious contribution to another human being the planet 
animals, the whole entire ecosystem, but just to to tend to that that nature of being human. Wow, we can just hit stop there. I mean, that was. Just... <laughs> Did she ask any other questions? <laughs> done, done, done. Wow, where I mean, so many places to go, but since we ended on that, you know, as humans, my my experience has been learning that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, and not only that, that I create my reality. And if I desire anything in my life, whether it is to create something like a business to help other people, the environment, I, it's all in, it's all already inside me. Mm-hmm. And so I love your mission paired with the metaphysical work, the coaching, the techniques, and the, the journeying, because you're really able to integrate, you know, yes. what what you've experienced. So I would love to dive into an actual journey. Like walking us through, you know, maybe what that experience looks like, but, you know, every single person's journey is going to be different mm-hmm. and maybe kind of, a, you know, what's really happening when we might not know exactly what's happening, but I, mm-hmm. I know you guys mentioned that Mother Gaia spoke to you and I know that's very, that's very, um, a lot of people who experience plant medicine have connected with her, you know, mm-hmm. what's actually happening and from my perspective, I think it's us just really seeing more of who we are and what reality really is. But I would love to hear the process of what a journey looks like and what what your what your behind the scenes perspective is. Totally, yeah, yeah. So I'll just briefly give like a very short snippet of like what a journey with us entails. So there is an extensive preparation where we meet with people online. And there's actually an extensive uh, discovery process that we bring people through before we even invite people in. There's a preparation phase. There's an in-person phase. And then there's a a, a longer applied integration phase as well. And that's like a 10,000 foot view because what I sort of uh, really want to get into is like the meat of like that question that you just popped in there. Because what is that really about? What are people really experiencing? And I think... Part of why, I think I'm getting goosebumps again, part of why we're called to actually offer what we offer is that the the paradigms, the institutions, the containers that are out there in the world right now aren't supporting people in what we actually need to be supported in. And that whole entire process of honoring yesterday, honoring the traumas and dramas that we've been through so that we can clear that out because the 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 clouds of yesterday are are clouding our judgment they're clouding our discernment they're clouding the clarity of who we are our purpose our passions and we we can't see straight we can't think straight we can't feel straight and so when people come through that experience there is that clearing out phase and then like you already said you believe that the answers are already within you and they are And so that's what happens is that people connect into their unique self, their own connection. And a lot of the time, again, because there aren't the actual um, support structures out there to actually give people context for what the heck is a journey all about. So that the whole entire process that we bring people through is highly personalized and it's curated for the individuals we work with. And so 
because we have an understanding of who they are to some extent and what they've been through, we've gotten to know the person that's in that journey. So then we can really help them bridge that, the metaphysical inner journey that they've been on because people will close their eyes for five, six, seven hours and be in a journey and really explore their inner realms. And then they come out like, well, what the heck was that? And then they, then some people who don't provide that integration support will think, oh, I just need to go on another journey. It's like, no, those moments, those brilliant, freaking, like joyous, blissful, sometimes like painful experiences in a journey are there for you to touch back into because you've forgotten, you've forgotten. That's what we all sign a bloody contract from the ethers to like forget who we came here to be. And it's your duty to remember and so it's that practice of remembering those brilliant, blissful, euphoric moments in the journey and then asking, what am I to create from this? And then you move forward and then you create something and then you may get into a situation or a challenging scenario where you come out of alignment in, in your daily life and, oh, wait a minute, I need to remember back into the journey. What was shown to me? What was guided? What, where was I guided in that journey? so that I can continue to touch back into it, remember into it, and expand my capacity to create exactly what my soul, what my spirit wants me to experience. Well, once again, mic drop on that one. Yeah, and I <laughs> I hear so many people, um, I think primarily more with ayahuasca ceremonies, going again and again and again, um, which that might be part of your journey, might not, but I also love what you had to say about tapping into that wisdom that you already experienced and not mm -hmm. that we, you know, we live in this very solar more, more, more like rushing to the next best thing, cultural phenomenon, if you will. So really taking the time to be with what you've already seen mm -hmm. and, and learned and integrate that, um, now that we kind of went through that side of it, can, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the integration process. Like, I'm sure, I mean, I, everybody's experience is different, but how do we start to tap into that wisdom from the day to day, or maybe, uh, you know, we experience a bunch of joy, or maybe we had kind of more of a, a scary experience of some, you know, I don't even know what that came up what what how can we really integrate it whether it's the the full joy of the spectrum all the way to like the fear and that victimhood of the emotional scale how how can we integrate all of that in order to be a fuller version of ourselves mm -hmm. well you look at let's talk about the fear because that's a typical question a lot of people are afraid of going on a journey and then we look at what is the fear based from Fear is just an emotion that we can experience if we want to or not, or be curious about it. The thing is, is if something's going to show up in your journey, the idea is let's take it like it's the size of a baseball, this fear or this unknown thing, and it exposes itself. You look at it, you even may talk to it or ask it a question within your journey, and you deal with it. Either you maintain the size of the baseball and you carry it with you forward, or you reduce the size of the fear to the size of a penny. Mm -hmm. It's still there. 
it hasn't gone completely, but you've come to terms with it in a way that is sets you free and makes you feel lighter in the end. So when you leave to go into what we'll call the real world, uh, most clients want to stay with Rob and Gary and live with them forever. But, you know, honestly, they're, they are with us forever. Our collective is growing strong and clients from six years ago, we're still in touch with. So when you go home, the old habits that no longer serve you will show up. And it's up to you to realize, no, that's not the path I'm on anymore. I am in control of my destiny and I'm in control of my thoughts and my feelings and the direction I want to go in my life. No outside influence is going to change that. Mm -hmm. And then you come strength, you come back into your pillar of strength. You are off kilter, out of tune, wrong radio station, slightly a bit static. You come back to center. And we are there to remind you what center is and the path that you're moving forward and help you just release those old patterns that no longer serve you. Mm -hmm. And it's like you were offline mm -hmm. and now you're fully online and fully connected to your own divine Wi-Fi. <laughs> and that like you don't need Google anymore. Um, but it's it's that whole in here. <laughs> it's that whole aspect, like because uh, we even just had a, a number of clients uh depart reluctantly depart in a tearful way as always happens both us and them um just because of the massive transformation and shift that people have gone through and and it's like one of the ultimate questions that we get from people is like how do i maintain this and it's like you use the tools that we've given you and you continue to practice those tools and and you again you continue to remember and it's it's again it's working on the spiritual the mental the emotional and the physical it's not just one and most of our people, when they leave a journey with us, they recognize and know it's like a resounding, it's like verbatim that, oh, wow, I've got a lot of work to do. And that I'm going to be integrating this for like, for a while. So there's, there's that whole aspect of like, if you're like, if people are out there listening, and you're going back into a journey, like weekend after weekend, or month after month, I would really like take a step back and really be with yourself and contemplate like what is the purpose of me doing this again and again and we believe that like in yesteryear people would actually only go into ceremony like at the end of a certain phase of their life so it was sort of like an initiation whereby they're being initiated into womanhood or, or manhood or they have a family now or they have gone through grief or someone has transitioned so it's like that sort of like four to five, maybe seven year phase that I think humanity has to turn back to a little bit and look at that, look at that, like that whole aspect of like, oh, this is an issue. This is an initiation. And I can, I can, as an individual, maybe respect the medicine, respect that journey, respect that initiation and really like delve into the meat of it. and or vegetables, depending on if you're a mediator or not. <laughs> um, so just like really honoring that process and continuing to use those brilliant moments as touchstone moments and asking like, what, what, what am I to learn from this? What am I to create from that learning so that the creator energy that's moving through me, I'm actually using it to create something either in relationship or an actual physical product or a business 
or um, just a better version of cell. Mm -hmm. When you come into the center, we give you the invisible permission slip. And what that does is basically just hang all your hats at the door, your masks, your identities, who you think you are, who you think you're supposed to be, and just come rest into self. It's a commitment to self. Mm -hmm. You know, where else are you going to gift this if not here? Um, people say, I've never had the time to go for a nap. And they're adults. And it's like, yeah, go for a nap if you want, mm -hmm. you know? And they take that away that, yeah, I can have a nap anytime I want to, or, you know, I could take time out for me. I don't need to grind it out, work hard, you know, get exhausted, get stressed out. You know, there are stressors in our world. There's enough going on outside that we don't need to add more stress into our life. How can I alleviate the stress and what tools am I using from the journey to assist me with that mm -hmm. moving forward? Yeah, I'm a big proponent of adult naps yeah. all the time, anytime. <laughs> Yeah, there's, no, I mean, just from an emotional, spiritual side, yes. just resetting your rate of vibration or your kind of, you know, your, your, your emotional set point, if you will, it's just helps kind of slow down that momentum if you're going down a, a spiral, but yeah, wow. Yeah. So much I want to dive into, but I think first is really pointing out, like you said, there's so people come out of these journeys and say, I have a lot to work on. And mm -hmm. it's about that consistency of becoming mm -hmm. more of that observer of, of yourself, of these habitual patterns and these loops that like being able to tap a little bit into that subconscious. And, and from my perspective, it's really been reparenting myself from this loving parental kind of energy and not judging myself for doing this wrong or not knowing better before. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to talk a little bit more about, you know, that the mindset, the spiritual mindfulness part of all of this, because the journey is beautiful and great and it's part of initiation, mm. but every day in life is a mini initiation, I think too, right? And it's how can we take that wisdom from this journey, this big initiation, and just every single day it's put in, putting in the reps, what are... I guess, what are some practices you guys might do day to day or you work with clients or different techniques to really be able to let go of that old self in a way and start to reprogram or, you know, what we focus on grows. Like, who do we want to be? Who we really are in this world? So when the client comes, they get an experience with me uh, through the Alexander Technique, which is mind-body-conscious awareness training in a nutshell, but it works on your habitual patterns of uh, misuse and unconscious use, we'll say, or functioning. So we look at that, and it's not, it's what is the tool that's going to assist me to get out of the old habit? And basically, we, with everything that we do, uh, stop. When you see the old pattern come through, come into heart breathe, then respond. Then you have a choice to go, oh, I'm going to respond the same way, or I, no, this is my new pathway moving forward, how I'm going to respond with my physicality, with my thoughts, and with my actions. So it's learning. The most important thing is catch your moments of stopping. Take a breath, come into heart, then respond. Mm -hmm. It's just re-education as, as you said, of self, re-education, those neural pathways, I'm going to stop. 
take a moment. And usually, remember when I say stop and it feels like a long time, it really comes quicker as you reprogram yourself or re-educate yourself on the new way of being and doing. Mm -hmm. And I think as an extension of everything that we've been talking about as well, recognizing that it's actually all about you and your awareness and what you're doing with your thoughts, your feelings, your energy, main and working on like having your own self-care, nurturing, cleansing and clearing process, whether that be a nap, whether that be a meditation, your your meditations might look like you running or swimming. swimming yeah. It might not be you I sitting can. sitting on a mat, um, connecting into your own nature, whether that be in a forest or in a house, and and really witnessing that it is all about me. And I'm not talking about in a selfish, egoic yeah. way. It's like, it's the moment that I may say, you're doing blah, blah, blah to my loving partner and, and husband and business partner. I, he never says that. I, so, <laughs> so, the, so the thing is, it's like, I recognize that it's like, it's not helpful. Because any moment that there's like this, I'll call it like an off gassing of, of shadow towards someone else is like, no, it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with me. So how can I contemplate? How can I shift that energy? How can I transmute that energy to a higher vibration? And typically it's an opportunity as opposed to an opportunity to, to like scold my, my husband or my, my business partner. It's an opportunity for me to learn more about me so that I can be more creative, more confident, a greater level of peace and harmony. And then as a result, I get out of the way and let those universal currents of energy to flow through me so that I can pick up on that new next idea that really wants to be created through me. So I think that's a very like a larger sort of overarching mm -hmm. aspect of of that that self-maintenance, that energetic uh using the tools that you have and really being mindful that it's not prescriptive like what works for someone else may not work for you and really tuning into like well does sitting on a mat really like light me up or do I have an experience of that or do I just need to do it more or does like walking in the forest does that actually help me more so it's really again it's coming back to giving yourself the permission slip to explore you in the way that serves you best mm -hmm. even the napping thing even taking five minutes on the floor takes you out of this upright position down get grounded mm -hmm. that's what you've lost even you get anxious and stress and you need a break take the five minute break and just lie down on the floor you don't need to nap you just need to let the body rest into the floor recalibrate and energize yourself and get back up and start again. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's giving that permission to like, stop, just stop. <laughs> you know, the world's not going to end if you take a five minute break, you know, it may even assist you that five minutes. Oh, definitely. Clarity comes back, you mm -hmm. know, you're not in that loop. So yeah. Oh, yes, for for sure. That definitely, I think, transitions just we talked about initi initiations in part of life but transitions throughout the day even from one task to the next letting yourself lay down letting yeah. yourself go do something it's getting grounded coming back to yourself and not about the few worrying about the future and you know projecting our energy in the past but really just 
coming back home, coming back to the body. And that's been such part of my journey too, is um, the physical part of it too, is I've done the meditation, I've done the retreats, but the physical aspect, breath work has been very powerful for me too, because it involves more of the body. I move my body as I'm doing this. There's something for me in my experience and this time in my life where that body aspect is so key to allow myself to trust and to let go and mm-hmm. to really surrender to that higher part of me. Um, and, and that in my journey has been when a lot of energy and the, the, the mystical experiences, all those kind of things have, have come to me, sans plant medicine. It's just mm-hmm. been, you know, part of my body. And for a while I felt like I had to do it a certain way, right? I had to follow mm-hmm. the certain, this works, this is the way, this is the way, you know, and it's no, it's finding, these foundational practices, what works for you? And like you said, is it, is it, this doesn't align with me or do I just need to keep practicing this more? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're, you got to be honest with yourself. Um, but just continually to put in those reps every day throughout the day. And, you know, relationships are such a beautiful thing. They definitely very easily show us where our energy is and where our perspective is, where that shadow is whether it's a life partner, business partner, it is such an easy way. And and my partner as well, he and I know it's only about ourselves. It's never about the other person, never. And even though you know that, sometimes I can really piss you off in the moment. (laughs) But it's I just hold up a compact mirror and go, hello. (laughs) I don't have a compact mirror. I don't need it. Exactly. But... It's, it is quite liberating, you know, really yeah. understand that the only thing I can control is me and my reactions mm-hmm. and my energy, yeah. nothing else in my reality. And I love to hear both your perspectives, I guess, on that topic, but also, you know, building a business with your, your partner, living with your partner, just being in this like, um, you know, spiritual very mindful kind of relationship business and life-wise it's it's a different um different perspective than i think a lot of people realize that it is and yes it can be challenging once you realize it's always me Mm -hmm. it's just you know the walls will fall down the the growth the expansion happens but it's just really allowing yourself to realize that you got you got to have that compact beer on you (laughs) (laughs) We always say there's three in this relationship. We always say there's the magic and the medicine of Robert, and he gets to be who he is. And he allows Gary to be who he is without any judgment. Uh, We guide each other, but then you bring the two of us together to be the third of the party. So there's the Rob and Gary uh, connection, too, that we're able to work and be together and to be a pillar of strength for each other and ourselves. So we we are highly attuned in listening and being, you know, aware of each other's space and time. Uh, we, we've been together for 16 years, so we really know each other, sense each other, even without the words, you know, uh, just energetically, we know. And we love what we do. So, I mean, that's even a bonus. And we're lucky to have this um, directive come to us through um, our experience of our journey 
And because uh, we look back as like, what will we be doing if we weren't doing this? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I know and we don't want to go back there. So if we did it and we're okay with it, that's another thing, you know, honoring, you know, we say there's ceremonies that we need to go through. It doesn't matter what the ceremony, we celebrate our birthdays. We celebrate death and or sort of a celebration of life. The thing is, even leaving a career, you need to celebrate and acknowledge because there's going to be a grief of that way of being mm. that you were so used to, even if you got let go and or you you chose to leave, but that you have to turn around and say, thank you for that 10 years of my life in that field and I honor it. And so that just sort of gives you that freedom to move forward. My hair is standing on end, so I know that this feels really right. And we don't give us those moments of time, even a relationship. You know, even if you dated somebody for five or six months or a year and it's over, honor that time that you spent with that person. And I'll acknowledge it, grieve it if you need to, because you need to. It is sad, you know, that it didn't work out. But then you look at the better part of the best parts even the bad parts that didn't work they're all learnings and honor each sort of ceremony that's happened in our life you know gathering with friends you went out for dinner you know honor that that was that was a gift you know these are all gifts that need honoring we just sort of taken for granted and move forward and don't really acknowledge them so it's appreciation uh gratitude is the big one practicing mm -hmm. gratitude every day mm -hmm. Yes, and I laugh, and of course you had your hair stand up because that was my experience this past year, leaving a career of 10 plus years in the field and totally pivoting mm -hmm. and not knowing that aspect of my life, but not realizing I needed to mourn and really celebrate that for such mm -hmm. a long time. And I was like, what, what is going on with me? I was manifesting a I manifested a physical like a illness. I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks, all these things. And it was like my body was trying to tell me, slow down, yeah. like tune inward more, you know, celebrate this, like, you know, this chapter of your life that you thought you were going to have forever. Mm, and yeah. now that you stepped into the direction where you know you're, you are supposed to be, you still need to thank, thank this aspect of you. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when we do that, what happens is like the like the whole that version of you would have had different thoughts, different feelings, different emotions, different ways of functioning. Even your your brain would function in a similar pattern every single day. So the again that the spiritual, the mental, and the emotional, and the physical version of you through that last ten years, it's going to have to go through some sort of death experience of self so that that new version of you can come fully online and i don't and again i, I like society i think is just starting to catch on to that whole idea that hey we have, we have to die a little bit so that that new rebirthing process of who we're really here to be can come through yep it's a everything's a cycle and death is just part of that cycle and i wanted to end i got a little sidetracked but i know you guys help creative people business people whether you want to work for a conscious company or create something that feels soul aligned heart aligned in this world wanted to kind of end on this note and that kind of is perfectly because that's what happened in my life and that's what i mourned into to what i wanted to create in this world 
How does this whole process, I guess, just diving more into the creative side of it, in my own journey, it's been the practices that get me outside of myself, outside of that ego in order to connect to source, my higher self, whatever you want to call. That's when the divine intuition, the the downloads, the the clarity comes when I'm not me, when I get out of the way and allow that to come through me. So I would love to hear your guys' perspectives or maybe your own, we kind of heard a snippet of your own, you know, journeys that led you here, but just how the creative process to give back into to the world to create something, whether it's a product, a service, whatever. I think that comes down to one very simple yet complex question. And the simple question, uh, and again, I'm getting goosebumps and then there's like energy coming through my head as well right now. It's what am I truly here to create in this lifetime? And then all we have to do is, like you said, get out of the way and let the answers come in because they want to. And so creator, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever you want to call the or the universe, whatever that is for you, whatever language that you need to use to associate with the universe, creator has given you life so that you can create. So use that opportunity to really create what you really want to in this lifetime. I mean, mic drop, like what a way to end an episode here. And of course, this is always exactly what I need to hear too. You know, then everybody who I have on here, it just amazes me. It's just, the it's 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 me interviewing me, if you will. You know, the compact mirror is, is everywhere because that is <laughs> the illusion of this reality. <laughs> oh my goodness. But thank you so much, Gary and Rob, for coming on today. Was there anything else you feel called you wanted to to wrap up or speak about before we start to close the show? Um, people will say is like, sure, yeah, I can get an alignment and I can do this and I need to do that. I think most people come to us, I can't stop the bitch talk in my mind. Oh, the monkey mind. The monkey mind is like, how do I calm that down? And um, it's just, again, stopping, coming back into heart and say, listen, you've talked to me for a number of years. I'm taking control and I'm the driver of the conversation in my head now, not you. So if you want to come along for the ride, you're more than welcome. If not, sit on the shelf and shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Isn't that the freaking truth? Yep. Goodbye. See, love you. Thank you. And this is where we're going. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys so much for your time today, your wisdom, your beautiful energy um i'm so grateful to get to know you guys and share your light with the world a little bit more and we close the show the same way every week how how may we as the listeners as a huge act of gratitude be of service for both of you in return today great question and i think that's the answer learn to ask the questions of yourself and learn to give yourself time every freaking day to listen to the answers that are coming in. Do your education, do your investigation. If you are called to go on any journey, do your research. It's not a retreat to click the button and then pay the price without anybody having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're really going to dive deep into this work and commit to self, 
it, you you need to do the honoring thing to yourself. It's like it's not just a groupy thing. It really means something to us and to you mm-hmm. who we ever who we have contact with and who we um, talk to online. You know, we may not be the fit for you right now, and you might not be the fit for us, and that's okay. We'll do our best to guide you in a direction that is more beneficial for you. And maybe a year's time, we might be the path that you need to go on. But um, uh, just honor that, and every day. Take your socks and shoes off and stand outside on the earth and get grounded. Do yourself a favor. The shoes get in the way. <laughs> yes, they do. And I'm, I'm about to go do that after this as well. That's my, usually my post-podcast okay. uh, routine. Go go around barefoot. Take yeah. a few laps. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much again. And everything will be linked in the show notes if you guys are interested in learning more or reaching out to find more about the journeymen and what they do. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe and share this. Whether you thought of a loved one or not, you never know what this little podcast can do to help change somebody else's life. That little spark of inspiration. If you felt that spark of inspiration, follow up, do something different than you wouldn't normally do. Don't just listen and move on to the next inspirational thing in your life. Just like plant medicine journeys we talked about, take it in, listen. It could just be as simple as being inspired by a YouTube clip or a podcast interview. So thank you guys again for coming on the show, Gary and Rob. It was such a pleasure having you both on today. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you very much. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.